Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. This is On the Block with Brent Axe. We've always played them. I think it's a good series. Um, uh, you know, you're going to have to play somebody outside the conference, and I think it's a good game. It's been an equal kind of a battle. Uh, they're really talented. I think they have the best players that they've had there in a long time this year. They haven't quite put it together, but I think they will. I think they're a really good basketball team with a lot of veteran players, and um, I think it's a, a, a really big challenge for us. Jim Beheim, of course, as Georgetown approaches on Saturday, he will be formally honored as a member of the Syracuse Ring of Honor, along with Pearl Washington. A few Syracuse Georgetown memories come up with uh, the mention of that name as well. And uh, can this exist on the memories of a past series? And as Jim noted, there are some competitive games as of late. And is this one that is running out of steam or that should stay right where it is on the schedule of each team year in and year out? Let's get the thoughts on that in this current Georgetown team with a gentleman you can check out at Casual Hoya, which is a terrific Georgetown blog and follow him on Twitter as well at Bobby Bancroft and uh, Bobby joins us now on the block ESPN radio Q sports talk.com Bobby how you doing bud hey Georgetown Syracuse what's better than this come on nothing's better than this right let's go nothing let's start let's there well where are we at with this series Georgetown Syracuse you just said it there's nothing better than that so uh look I'm in the in the boat of let, let's keep this thing going as long as it feels like they should do you feel the same way Oh, absolutely. And I mean, you know, just since conference realignment, it's taken away a lot of the robberies. I mean, I don't know what, you know, who Syracuse's biggest rival in the ACC is, but I mean, for Georgetown, like, this is basically a game that they need. They need this game. They beat Siena last night. And uh, you uh, said we were going back and forth on Twitter a little bit. Uh, and you mentioned that maybe that free ticket thing wasn't as big of a deal as they made. So tell me about that and, and that win over Siena last night. What'd you see there, Bobby? Okay, so two things can be true at once. One, Georgetown's not doing, they're off to a great start after last year having a really poor season. But at the same time, the, the free tickets to D.C. residents was part of the promotion package that was sent out in, I think, September. So it just so happens that, you know, gotcha. Georgetown's not doing well. So it kind of like caught the attention of the media. But unfortunately, that's kind of where they are. And, you know, that's just, that's just the state of the program. Bobby, when you look at, you mentioned it, state of the program, right? Patrick Ewing, that felt right. That's like, okay, this is what you got to do at a place like Georgetown. He had a reputation as somebody who should have been an NBA head coach, let alone come back to college. That just felt like, okay, man, if that doesn't work, nothing will. Well, it appears like that's not working. So where are you at with the Patrick Ewing thing? You ready to turn the page or ride this out as far as it can go? What's what's the kind of the latest feel on Patrick Ewing? Man, there's so much to unpack there. Um, I don't think it has to be Patrick Ewing or Bust. I think Georgetown is a strong enough program that they could continue to go as long as they hire you know, a very good coach whenever they end up doing that next time. Um, you mentioned that Patrick probably deserved an NBA shot. I think he did. And I think one of the issues that he's had is he spent from 1985 to 2017, basically his entire adult life, in the NBA. And he often coaches and maybe tries to run the program like it's the NBA. The problem is, it's not the NBA. So they've struggled. You know, they've had a, you know, they're, they're struggling to keep kids in school, you know, keep them part of the program. So they're kind of flipping their roster over and over. If you're a Syracuse fan looking at the matchup, you're thinking, 
who are these guys? It's like that scene from, you know, uh, Major League when there's like, who are these guys in the <laughs> roster? And, you know, if you're a Syracuse fan, you're probably like, I don't know who they are. I mean, Kudus Wahab did come back after spending a season in College Park for Maryland, but everyone else, you know, they basically have a whole new roster. I know the transfer portal, that's just the state we live in, but not your entire roster. And that's, you know, that's where I think they're struggling right now. Um, as far as Patrick, look, if they beat Syracuse, they'll have the exact same uh, non-conference record as they did last year with a win over Syracuse, which is a big deal to the Georgetown base. They cannot have anything similar to what happened in the Big East and continue this. I think tougher conversations within Georgetown will have to happen if they resemble at all what they did last season, which was go O for the league. This guy's dead. Cross him off then, right? little major league uh, humor from uh, your major league yeah, 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 yeah. there. That's, yeah. that's where we're at with this, right? We're talking to Bobby Bancroft from Casual Hoya. Check him out on Twitter and check out the site as well. Get ready for the Syracuse-Georgetown matchup here. And, you know, you mentioned what Ewing is trying to do college-wise. I look at it from the outside looking in, but, you know, kind of keeping tabs on it because they play each other, Bobby. And the Big East, there's a lot of Syracuse fans that to this day will call this show and say, well, hey, should have never left the Big East, right? I mean, they had to do what they had to do. But the Big East is a good league. So I think if you had, like you said, more of a college-minded coach that knew how to mine the talent out there, the Big East is still a draw for college basketball. And I think you could get some players at Georgetown. So has that been the roadblock there, that maybe that hasn't been the approach for Georgetown? Well, I think the issue for Georgetown has been, if you look back at their history through the late, great John Thompson, even Craig Estrick, and JT3, who did a great job, is... You can't keep every kid in D.C. you got D.C. kids on Syracuse roster, Villanova's roster, all over the country. But you've got to get some of the D.C. kids to stay. And I think they've been unable to manage the AAU and the high school coaches world, and they just haven't been able to get enough local kids. You can't go through when Georgetown – you can't go through an old Georgetown roster, and when you look at it, yeah, you got Patrick Jones from you know from Jamaica, from Massachusetts. You had Otto Porter from Missouri. You had different players from different parts of the country. But the nucleus was always DMV heavy, and that's where they've really struggled. And yes, the Big East is a great league. Look at UConn; they begged to get back in. They put their football, you know, where where they had to do it. And you know, they're one of the top five teams in the country. So the league is fine. The league is great. You know, definitely miss playing Syracuse, but it's great to play them in the non-conference. And, you know, one of the things I want to ask Patrick tomorrow is this is going to continue, right? We have to continue the series. I'm with you there, and I hope they keep playing. And it's not just nostalgia. The last four games they've split, the last eight games have been decided by 10 points or less. And you tell me, Bobby, I mean, what was a terrible year last year? Did that make your season? You know, when you come in and beat a George, and Georgetown beat Syracuse, and you say, okay, at least we got that going for us, which is nice kind of thing? Yeah, so obviously it didn't make the season, but when you look back and you look over the results and you go to their Ken Palm page and there's a lot of pink, which is not the good color to have. You want to have the green. You can say, they beat Syracuse. You're absolutely right. You know, you can hang your hat on that a little bit. Um, I think one of the big things, you know, in this rivalry is winning on the road, and that's something Patrick hasn't done. They haven't won on the road since JT3s last year. I forget what you guys call the Carrier Dome now, but, you know, winning there would be such a big deal. And, um, yeah, it's definitely something where when you make the highlight tape for the banquet, I think it kind of starts and ends with the Syracuse game last year. Let's look at this current team. You mentioned there's a lot of new faces on this team. So what stands out to you about these guys? What should we know about this current edition of Georgetown coming into the Dome on Saturday? Okay. So 
I know Jim Beheim's been doing this for years. Maybe he's not doing as much this year, but Patrick really staying hard and heavy with his with his starters. So you got Primo Spears is your ball handler, your leading scorer. He played last year at Duquesne. Brandon Murray, who is a D.C. area guy. He stretches up into Baltimore, but we're, we're going to go ahead and count that. He's from LSU. He was all SEC. So those are your those are your primary top two guys. Jay Heath, who you might remember from some time he had at Boston College. Then he went to Arizona State. Right. He's what He just got eligible. So he's there. And you probably remember Kudus Lahab from the last couple of years. Um, you know, Georgetown's got a legitimate force in the middle. Um, you know, I know Syracuse fans look at the roster and see the Matumbo. Ryan right now is not playing a ton, but um, he's had some effective moments this year. Like I said, Patrick has been, I mean, you got five guys, I'm sorry, you got four guys playing 35 minutes or more. I mean, he is going hard with his starters. And it seems like he's, you know, he's coaching every game like it's game seven of the NBA Finals. Is that he's trying to win. Sorry to interrupt you, Bobby. Is that something you agree with, or is this like a Syracuse fans look at a Jim Beheim rotation sometimes and say, hey, what about that guy, right? Or is that just what Patrick has to work with that he's got to ride out the starters that much? Um, you know, you know, it's easy in the media, you know, to decide that you can do X, Y, or Z. Right. But even, even just last night, there was a little bit of a back and forth between one of um, the main uh, beat writers about, you know, these guys can't play these minutes. Patrick said, look, you know, it's in the NBA, you play 48. We only play 40. So I think there's definitely a difference in philosophy from those of us, like myself, who think that they need to go deeper because, look, we haven't even reached Christmas yet. And you got, you know, you got guys playing almost 40 minutes a game. Georgetown has two overtime games in there, so they got two 45 minutes. But I think the Georgetown fans would like to see more, more, uh, more rotation, deeper bench. And, you know, like I said, I think people are clamoring for Ryan Matumbo a little bit. Bobby, before we let you go, uh, have to ask this when Syracuse and Georgetown play. What's uh, what's the memory? What's the Syracuse Georgetown memory that uh, you look back on uh, with uh, the most fondness? I mean, for me as a kid, and I'm gonna give my age away a little bit. It's um, Charles Smith with the layup. Oh yeah. Um, if you can go, if you can go back that far, that's that's me as a kid. Um, for me, for me covering the team, it's got to be that 2013, uh, the last game of the Big East regular season, the last meeting game day was down in D.C. I think it's the last sellout Georgetown's had. It was called Verizon Center now. It's Capital One Arena. The game wasn't very good. It was a Georgetown blowout. Of course, Syracuse ended up going to the Final Four. We don't talk about that too much, <laughs> but. For me, that was the moment because that whole place was just amazing, electric. It was pretty awesome. So I'm going to give you an old memory, and I guess we'll shoot the you know the memory from 2013 is almost 10 years old now. There you go. Good stuff. Bobby, thank you. Really appreciate your insight. Keep up the great work, and uh, we'll do this again soon. Thank you. All right. Go Big East. Go Big East. I don't think a lot of people would disagree with that up here. I, I like that. Thank you, Bobby. Appreciate it. That's Bobby Bancroft. You can... Follow him on Twitter, read him at Casual Hoya as well. Great insight on Georgetown. And it's 536, and Georgetown still sucks. We will break. We will come back, and the draft awaits. Today we draft the TV themes back on the table. This time, sports. Sports TV themes. Don't go anywhere.